Hey everyone, welcome to Podcast Town. How's it going out there? We're back for another episode. My name is Chris and I'm here with Rob. I hope you're all having a great day. Just that's very nice. Having like not the best day. Yeah. I don't want today to be like the best day ever because that means you've peaked. Mm-hmm. And I don't think any of you peaked yet. You're still on the way up. But I'm having a great day. You're being so polite tonight, Rob. It's like crazy. You're so nice to the listeners. I just appreciate them. Like yeah. without without you guys, we'd still probably do this. We would. And Rob's being nice. And If there's one thing I know about Rob, he's never like nice without wanting something oh i always have an ulterior motive yeah so i'm imagining he's gonna ask you guys for something now the listeners at home because he's as soon as he said i hope you're having a great day or whatever like i could tell it was coming he's gonna he wants something from you uh i don't know what it is yet but i imagine we're about to find out you know this is a bit of a uh quid pro quo yeah i give you something Mm mm-hmm you give me something. I scratch your back, you scratch mine. Okay, so... F- I give you so, a great podcast, well, you find out later what you owe me. Okay, so I was going to say, the thing that you've given them so far is just not even a compliment. Just saying, I hope you're having a nice day. And I wouldn't want anything to go wrong with it. Now it sounds like a threat? No. Like you're going to ruin their day somehow? I hope you're having a great day, and I hope that nothing could possibly <laughs> ruin it for you. Okay. This is the other aspect is that he'll ask for something and then if you don't give it to him, or you don't do what he wants, he he never actually does anything, but he makes it seem like he might. Like he might do something. He threatens you basically. Why would I do anything? Right. It's like stuff like this that he says. I love you and I'm the only one who loves you. Okay. Yes. And he also gaslights you pretty heavily. I'm the only one who could ever love you mm-hmm. for with all your flaws. Rob, are you going to say like what you want from the listeners so that they don't get their day ruined or are you like what 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 is your end game here? Listen, if they if they don't know what I want, they've already lost. Okay, so you're never going to they just have to know. They should know. Okay. If if they don't, that's their problem. Is it can I take a guess at what it is? Yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not asking for anything from you. Okay. Cuz I'm not giving what, you any compliments, right? That's no, you have not, not given saying me how a compliment. Great your hair looks No, you're not. Or, no. And and here's what I would say is that the fact that you're not complimenting me means it's you're asking the listeners for something that I cannot give you. And so I'm going to guess it is you want them to give us like a five-star review on iTunes or something. You know, that's a step in the right direction. Okay. Wouldn't hurt to do that. Wouldn't hurt. Wouldn't hurt. Right. So if you go to iTunes and rate us and give us five stars, and it's not called iTunes anymore. We all know that. It's called Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But if you go on Apple Podcasts and you give us five stars, or if you go back in time and go on iTunes. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't updated stars. your computer yet, maybe it's still called iTunes. Sure. But... So if the listeners were to go and and rate us, give us a rave review, five stars on on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, that would be in line with what you want from them? Or is that kind of not exactly what you want? I mean, it's it'll help. It'll It'll help. help. Okay. 
but you're not going to say the what else there is or I'm, I'm, i mean i'm not going to say that i have you know a kickstarter okay and it would be great to you know if show your support that's all what is your kickstarter i'm afraid i'm i'm afraid to ask but i already did what is it i'm trying to make family guy good again okay how are you going to do that it's what it, been really bad for a long time no i know that but what how do you plan to make it good again so whenever i search for like memes of family guy from like old family guy quotes on like giffy giffy or jiffy or jiffy i think it's called jiffy i don't think anyone knows what it's called everyone knows how it's spelled i don't think anyone knows what it's called i like to imagine it's called jiffy i don't even think the people who work there know what it's called Okay, you search Family Guy. It's always just like new stuff. All the memes sure. are new. Yeah. Of these episodes I've never seen and I'm never going to see. Correct. What I would like is I would like a version of Jiffy or Giffy or Giffy or Jiffy. Jiffy, yeah. That only includes memes from Family Guy from the years 1999 to 2004. Okay, so you're not trying to make the show new episodes of the show that are good. You're trying to make, to limit the number of memes to just the first, like, three seasons. Yeah. I would also like, okay. when I go and see a band that I liked a long time ago, uh-huh. let's call them Dave Matthews Band. Okay. I don't want to hear the new stuff. I just want to hear the stuff made okay. between 1994 All right. yeah. and 2003. Right. These sound like very particular asks to you and your tastes. And I'm not saying you're wrong for starting a Kickstarter about this, but I'm saying I don't understand what the what is the money going to. Like you get, let's say our listeners give you money, which I think is what you're asking for. Make Family Guy great again. What was it? And then what's the other? Is make this, Family Guy good again. Make, we're not looking okay, for great. We're, we're just looking for good. I've been looking for great. The bar's not that high. You would settle for good. I would settle for good. Okay. And then is this? You want the Dave Matthews Band to only play old songs? Is that the same Kickstarter or is that a different one? No, that's a different one called DMB ninety four to oh three. Okay. And let's say they give you money. Our listeners or anyone gives you money to either of these Kickstarters. What do you do with the money that goes towards that cause? Sure. So the former, what mm-hmm. I would do is I would take that money and I would pay Giffy or Giffy or Jiffy or Jiffy to make a feature in the product where I can filter the years of Family to Guy. only return Family Guy GIFs or GIFs or okay. memes All right. from the static time period that I want. Okay. I have thoughts about that, but give me your other, the Dave Matthews one. How do you plan to use that, buddy? Sure. Private concert for me. <laughs> All right. And my friends. Yep. Where they only play the songs that you want them to play, basically. From Crash, mm-hmm. Under the Table and Dreaming. Sure. I'll even accept every day. That was came out in 01. I said I'd go to 03. Yep. 
but I don't want Grugrux. I don't want any of that shit. This, I have to say, this does conflict a little bit with my Kickstarter, where I'm trying to get Dave Matthews to quit music. So, oh, see, now this is a problem. This could be a, a direct conflict for us. And how will your Kickstarter work? I'm just trying to raise enough money to get the dude to retire and just be like, yeah, I'm good. I don't need to do this anymore. Oh, do you not think that Dave has enough money to just retire at any moment? I mean, clearly not. He's still out there. Touring like crazy. Yeah. Like his life depends on it, kind of. And he keeps coming to Connecticut for some reason. Like, go away. (laughs) I saw a thing in the news. It was like, Dave Matthews plans his... 89th concert in Connecticut. I'm like, what the fuck? Go away from me. (laughs) I don't want to see you. He has seen, his career has spanned two eras of Birkenstocks being popular. It's insane. He's played the Meadows in Hartford at least 80 of those 89 times or whatever it was. And it was like a thing. Everyone in high school went to go see Dave at the Meadows in Hartford. And then just this last year, he came to the town right next to mine. A place that doesn't even have big concerts. Dave Matthews shows up and headlines a show. And I'm like, can you please give me some space, Dave Matthews? I do not like your music. I do not want to see you live. Stop coming closer to my house. Seems like every year he's getting a little closer to my house. <laughs> so is yours that you want him to quit music? Or do you want do you want yours to be like, get further away from my house? That would be a start. I <laughs> I would okay. My first Kickstarter will be Dave Matthews. Please schedule your concerts further and further away from my house. It's getting a little too close for comfort. Sure, I'm worried. I'm going to start hearing it without buying a ticket. That's going to be. Did he play the Vibes last year? What did he play? He played. There was a thing called Sound on Sound Music Festival where the Vibes used to be in Bridgeport. Where the Vibes used to be in Bridgeport, and they had some acts that I like. I'd say I liked like half the bands that played. Sure. But then the tickets were like $500, and one of the headliners was Dave Matthews. And I'm like, okay, no. I'm not going to pay $500 and not go to one of the headliners. And so I'm just worried I'm going to be standing here one day in my own yard, in my private property that I own, and have to hear Dave Matthews playing music, and God forbid he gets close enough that I can see him and hear him. This is going to be a problem for me. If he's down, I'm afraid he's going to be on my street. That's what I'm afraid of. You're afraid he's going to be on your block. I'm afraid he's coming close. I think he's going to maybe play my block party next year. Yeah, like there's going to be a block party and they're going to have a local band come and it's going to be the local band that's, is Dave because he's yes. played in Connecticut 89 times. That's that's kind of what I'm afraid of. And I'm so, yes. Anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about, unfortunately. And I fear we've talked about way too much. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, we are here to play podcasts for you and... We've got a podcast for you today. It's very exciting. It's a good one. And, uh, oh, this is interesting. Rob, we have actually played an episode of this podcast before. What? I know we we don't often go back to the well. No. Rarely, if ever. Yeah. But this is apparently a case in which we are doing that. We've done the Radio Shack guys like four times. (laughs) We've done them four times, but I think they always have kind of different podcasts. We sometimes return to the people. Yeah, yeah, but they're usually putting out new content that's yes. different. Correct. This is apparently the same people, same podcast. Oh. Uh, and this is an old one that we that we did. It was called Madison Avenue Advertising Men. All right. Ma'am. 
Madison Avenue. Advertising. Man. Yeah. Ma'am. <laughs> All right. We're going to cut to this podcast. It's a great podcast, I think. We've played it once before. It's called Madison Avenue Advertising Men. And uh, let's just cut to it now. Here it is. Listen. And give us five stars. Okay. And do that. And donate. And donate to our Kickstarter. Yes. Thank you. Hello out there. And welcome to Madison Avenue Advertising Men. I am your host, Jack Harper. And I'm here with my co-host and partner, Skip Peters. Skip Peters, back for another episode. Can't wait to teach you everything we know about M A R K. He's going to spell marketing. I'm going to cut him off at the pass because <laughs> it takes a while. Marketing. Smash cut to marketing. We are going to teach you everything we know about everything marketing. Everything we know. Which is everything. Just we know, know everything. everything. And you're in luck. We're going to teach it to you right now. As we do every week on this podcast. You don't become the top marketing agency in Toledo, Ohio on Madison Avenue without knowing everything. No, not about M. Okay, and he's going to try it again. It's and he's already said the word, but a. it's marketing. Market it's marketing. We're gonna teach you about marketing. They already know. The listeners know. So what do we do this week? Well, we've got another pitch that we have to make. And I think you know what we do here on Madison Avenue Advertising Men. We sell business. We sell business. B you okay i'm gonna stop him because i already know he, i actually know he does not know how to spell business and this is gonna go badly z z right off the bat why nope he's wrong guys we have a potential customer that is i don't think i'm embellishing when i say this potential customer is huge massive game changer right for us for our firm this would be a transformative clients. This would put HP back on top. Yes, as you know, Harper Peters, we used to be Harper Peters Van Heusen, HPV. Unfortunately, Van Heusen, uh, our good friend uh, slash partner, Martin Van Heusen, had to exit the firm Um. And so he's not part of the firm anymore, but... Well, he got an offer he couldn't refuse. Mm-hmm. And uh, we don't, uh, you know... He's on to greener pastures, and uh, we are here. Yeah, he got an offer. He got an email that said he was uh, eligible to win a free iPad. And so he... He snatched that thing up, boy. He printed that out. He waved it in our faces. He, Yeah, he really bragged about it. This was actually live during a podcast recording. We can play the clip. I mean, everyone listening would have heard it, but sure, let's play the clip. And that's when I said, Jello, why not bring back Bill Cosby? Hey, guys, you can't believe what just happened to me. You're not, you're oh, not gonna God. Believe, God. Okay, okay. What happened? Martin's here, guys. Okay. Guys, 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 I got to tell you something. 
What what is it, Martin? I got an email. Is that it? My first email I've ever gotten. Oh, your first one? Martin, it's 2021. I just I just got my first AOL, free AOL uh, hours. Okay, you got the disc in the mail. I got the disc in the mail and I I put it in. Okay, you set up an email address and you got you've an email. got mail, baby. Okay, great. Congratulations. What what is it? What is it that you had to interrupt us? I got to I, I I hit the big time. I won an iPod. Why are you waving the paper in front of me, by the way? Look, you printed this out? I want an iPod. You printed out the email? Okay, let me see. Am I not supposed to print out the emails? You may be eligible uh, to win a free iPad, Martin. You. And what's attached to this? Your resignation letter? I print. <laughs> I had Cheryl print that out too. You printed out the email? Yeah, you print it out. And then you. Wrote a resignation letter and then you stapled the printed email to the resignation letter. Yeah, I, okay. I hit the big time. I'm done. I'm done with you guys. I'm done. I'm done with you shitting on me. I'm done with the way you treat me. I wanted a free pod, and I, Martin Van Heusen, quit. Right. So that was the clip of uh, the infamous, you know, day when Martin quit. And uh, you know, we don't want to rehash anything or get into no, uh, no, no, whatever. No, no. But we've no, been a little no, bit. No, no, no. I hate to say it. I hate to say this, Skip, but we've been a little bit struggling since he left. I have to say we've lost the magic. We have lost I the don't magic. Know, I don't exactly know why, but since Martin left, we've had a little bit of trouble landing biz- new business, keeping old business. Keeping any business. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's weird because I don't. I don't know what Martin's role was even he seemed like we did all the work it well, we, we like. would do all of the prep work we would put together the presentations right we would go into the clients we would do our thing and then uh all of a sudden right at the end when we have a hook line and sinker mm-hmm. martin would come in and ruin it and ruin it for us ruin the pit and then ruin the client our would love him the client would buy our, our business <laughs> they would buy the business yeah they would say everything we did was garbage mm-hmm. and then they love martin's thing and they are happy to uh, have contracted with hpv yeah i don't know i don't really don't understand why because he's so annoying he sucks at his job he's the worst um and we're great and we're wonderful and we know everything there is about marketing so yeah why so wouldn't you want to work with the best very confusing <laughs> that since he's left we have not gotten a single client not one and all of our other clients left plenty of pitches we've had plenty of pitches we have a good reputation yeah and as you know we record all our pitches uh secretly clients don't know we're recording them but we do record them and um these will all be case studies one day, and that's one the important day. thing. Yeah, and I mean, should we play just a couple of examples of the pitches that we've done since Martin left? Sure. Do you want to show the uh, Teddy Ruxpin reboot? Yeah, let's do that one first. Picture this. It's Teddy Ruxpin. He's standing on an oil rig. He's yelling, drill, baby, drill. He is drilling into American soil. He is spilling... That sweet black blood all over American soil. In the name of progress. In the name that is all that is great. Around him, beautiful models. 
they're rubbing the oil all over themselves. Teddy looks at the camera. He winks. And he says, what will become the most famous commercial jingle in modern history. Y'all gonna love it. Do we have your business? Right. And so they said no to that one. They, they did not like that at all. Uh, they said, we don't want to be aligned uh, with... They said, we don't want to be alive. I think they said. Oh, is that what they said? That's what they said. They, yeah. I thought they said aligned. They said alive. No, they said, we don't want to be alive. <laughs> That's what the Teddy Ruxman... And it's weird because they that hasn't existed in a very long time. And we actually gave them a pretty decent reboot, I thought. I mean, if you're going to bring him back, bring him back with right. some edge. But they would rather die. And honestly, said. when you have the full GOP behind you indoctrinating your children, that is when you know the money starts to flow in. You start to get innovation. Mm-hmm. Teddy Ruxpin, at his core, is... Well, he's a tape recorder and a bear. Uh, basically. Then, of course, there was the TGI Fridays pitch. Get this. It's Friday. You take your family to the local eatery. But also, your car's a little dirty. What do you see but a drive through car wash, TGI Fridays, Jack Daniel's sauce raining down on your windshield as you drive through, eating Jack Daniel's soaked nacho cheese out of a cup overflowing with potato skins. You open the sunroof. In pours the Jack Daniel's sauce all over your nachos. And you say, thank God it's Friday. Do we have your bit? Hello? And so we didn't get that business either, but the point is it had nothing to do with Martin. Our success had nothing to do. I don't think it had nothing to, to do, do with, with Martin. Martin. He no, 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 no. And so this new this new opportunity we have, I think we have a pretty much a slam dunk in front of us. Um, do we want to talk about it? Do we want to get into it? Get into the process? Why don't we let them into exactly how we? So they they came to us with the brand and they said we are struggling. We are out here on our own. It's not working. We keep trying to sell these. No one is buying them. Everyone says, well, I can just download it on the internet. There's no way to bring this with me. How do I make this useful on the go? And we said, you know what? We have the answer for you. Two brands become one. Weak apart, stronger together. Of course, we're talking about Encarta and Stevenson's CD visors for your car. Boom. Two brands for the price of one will save both simultaneously. They become the biggest brands in the United States. Bigger than Microsoft. Bigger than Amazon. Bigger than Tesla. Bigger than Google. Bigger than NASA. Bigger than the U.S. government. $18 trillion a year. 
Think about it. Are you ready? And Carta and Stevenson CD visors. Two. If you look back, look back on history. 2001. 1997. 1994. What were the biggest things out there that everyone had? They had an Encarta CD and they had a CD visor in their car. CD player in their car, first and foremost. And some of those CD players could hold six CDs in a single... They called it a changer. A CD changer. And so if I'm bringing upwards of six, maybe even more CDs in my car with me, where am I going to put them? Well, I'll tell you where I'm not going to put them, on the dashboard in front of the speedometer, because then I'm not going to see how fast I'm going. I'm going to crash and die. You know where else I'm not going to put them? In the back seat where my kids are sitting. Because what are they going to do? Probably bite down on them, eat them, die, choke, die. Use it as a plate that all the little flakes on there of data get in their bodies, get cancer 70 years later. Mm -hmm. Hashtag died suddenly. And where else am I not going to put them? I don't know. Inside the vents where the heat comes out? You're going to warp them. You ever heard of warp CD? But where am I going to put them? Stevenson's CD visors. I flip down the visor that also protects me from the sun in my eyes as I'm driving at 5 o'clock p.m. in rush hour. What do I see? I see a little thing called vertical horizon. Right in front of me, staring me in the face. I see another little thing called the calling. If I could, then I would. I'd follow anywhere you go. And so instead of driving now, I'm figuring out which CD I want to pop in my CD player next. Maybe I'm going to pop in the Counting Crows. Perhaps I will. Maybe I'll pop in Newfound Glory. Maybe I'll pop in the cover of 99 Red Balloons. Perhaps. By Pennywise? No, preceding Pennywise. Preceding, okay. Yes. Maybe I'll pop in the burn CD I, I have of the Goldfinger version is what I'm Pennywise. About. Yes, Goldfinger. Sure. Maybe I'll pop in the Tony Hawk 2 soundtrack. I don't know. The point is, you have at least 48 CDs at your disposal right on your visor. And if you double up each slot, now you've got, what number did I say, 42 or 48? You said 48. 92. Yep. And 96. Are you going to scratch some of those that you double up? Maybe. Perhaps. But is it worth it? Absolutely. And to have them at, at a, just to reach up and grab. And maybe you even put one on the other visor. Yes. And maybe you pull out a burn CD that you made at home that has both Led Zeppelin and Buster Rhymes on it. <laughs> Perhaps that's something you want to throw in there. And you call it Summer Mix 3. Maybe it's got... Eiffel 65 and Lou Bega and the Beatles in quick succession and maybe you put a little fade out in between the tracks just to make it seem like a DJ mix maybe and so that was life back then but nowadays 
It's almost like you don't even need these things. Except when you do. And then what? Where are you now? You're reaching for your CD visor and oh, oh no, it's empty. There's nothing in there. Or it's not even there. Or it's not even there. I'm reaching through my visor and I got my hand stuck in it now. Now I can only drive with one hand. And then I have to take this hand and try to pull my other hand out. And now no one's driving the car. (laughs) And you're going 90 down the freeway. And you realize, oh my God, I'm about to die. But I can't remember... What is the name of the rodent that has no hair? (laughs) And that's when you need an encyclopedia. The world today, you have information at your fingertips. You need that information when you're on the go. You need to be able to look things up at a moment's notice. Your boss calls you and says, hey, can you give me an outdated view on the war in Vietnam and you say yes I can because you have your Encarta CD right there with you can you give me a current map of Europe and I say no I cannot I can give you a map from 1997 I can tell you what it was like before the Czech Republic and Slovakia separated correct I can show you that if anyone were to ask and there have been plenty of online encyclopedias Wikipedia but you know what you can't trust Wikipedia you can't trust it Joe West was on there the other day trying to correct his own Wikipedia page and making threats Joe West the umpire from Major League Baseball <laughs> the very same he was updating his, his own Wikipedia <laughs> he was threatening the moderators for what he considered the lies against his legacy from a fight he had with a coach in 1983. Oh, wow. That I'm sure Joe West remembers perfectly in his ripe old age of, I think, somewhere near 84. Oh, he's extremely old. And he's still he's still doing it, too. So if you want the events that actually happened, whip out Encarta 96. Encarta 96, as far as I'm concerned, uneditable. It is a moment in time, and it is pristine. It is a time capsule. It is a time capsule, and it is accurate, and you cannot change it. And so if Joe West is even on Encarta 96, which I doubt he is, because it's very limited in what it actually knows. <laughs> Wikipedia, of course, has every possible thing you could think of. Encarta basically has, like, what's the mouse with no hair <laughs> in a map of Europe? That is outdated because the borders have moved. And part of Ukraine now belongs to Russia. And maybe by the time this podcast is over, all of Ukraine Ukraine. will belong to Russia. But not in Encarta 96. It's just like you remember it. And so, yeah, maybe, just maybe, you pop in a few Encartas into your Stevenson's CD visor on your visor in your car. I'm talking in Carter 94. 94. 95. Why not 95? 96. Gotta have 96. 97. Let's do it. Get crazy in Carter 98. That's probably the last one. But now you've got all four or five. Right there at your fingertips. You take them out. 
You're wondering what's the name of the mouse with no hair? <laughs> you grab it, it's right there. You pop it in your CD player, in your car. Of course, we have to work out some stuff there because it's not going to read it. It's not going to, it's not a music CD, so it's not going to do anything. But think about it. You are going down the road, you're in your Tesla, you're hands free. There's no internet where you are. Yeah. But you need to know. You need to know. What day was John F. Kennedy elected president? Yep. <clears throat> and so you have a few options. You can either um, be an idiot who de- never finds that out. You'll just never know. Or you can bring with you maybe a small compact computer. Figure out a way to power that bad boy up. Make sure it's got a clean CD slot. While your Tesla is self-driving, you throw Encarta in there. You, of course, wait for the whole system to boot up. Pray you don't have any Trojan viruses. Once that thing starts humming, and you can hear it humming. Oh, it's going to hum. It's going to get very gonna, hot in your car. It's going to get extremely hot. You're going to have to blast the AC. And what you want is you want that CD, you want that CD uh, insert you don't want the one where you you know you put the CD in and it sucks the CD into the tower. No, you want the tray that comes out where you place it on top mm-hmm. of just a, 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 a delicate yep. plastic tray that then just pushes itself in. If you don't get it right, it's going to just smash it in the side. <laughs> and it's going to fall off the tray and fall on the floor. And then you're going to be reaching down there under the seat. But luckily, your Tesla is self-driving mode. At and this you point, will yes. be safe. At this point, you will be safe. But eventually, what pops up and Carta. It's got that nice reddish background, mm-hmm. maybe kind of purple. You wait good 35 seconds to 20 minutes until that thing becomes a search bar where you can type in almost anything to your heart's desire, including what day did John F. Kennedy get elected president? And I'm sure it might know. It, you probably won't be able to ask it that exact question. No, it does not know natural language search by any means. No, you're going to have to type in John F. Kennedy. You're going to have to type in John have F. To Kennedy. scroll through the results. Well, you're going to have to wait for it to find it, and then you're going to have to wait for it to load, and then you're going to have to probably turn the AC up even more. But then you're going to get it. We have to do the actual pitch. Oh, do we still have to do the pitch? We've been talking about it for so long, I thought we weren't actually going to do it. We haven't figured it out yet. We have to do the actual pitch. Okay, we should do that extremely quickly then. Well, we can finish this up. We don't have to record the whole thing. Oh, that's good. Maybe we'll just record the end of it. Of the pitch? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so we're going to cut now, uh, and we'll come back mid-pitch to both Encarta and Stevenson's (laughs) CD uh, visors. Encarta. Stevenson. An unbreakable bond that will take America by storm. Do we have your business? <laughs> no, no. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. No, sit, sit down. down. Sit down. We're obviously not done with the pitch. Sit down. We're obviously not done. You sit down. You on Zoom, turn your camera back on. I saw that you turned, you rolled your eyes and you turned it off. Turn I it said Diane to your goddamn house. She's going to be there in two minutes to make sure that camera stays on. I <laughs> told you, be here in person for the meeting or don't come at all. I'm not doing this again. 
I will repeat my question. Do Unlock we the door. Your- I can hear Diane ringing the doorbell. Unlock the door. Unlock the door. Unlock the door. Unlock the door right now. Unlock the fucking door. Un- listen, unlock the fucking door. <laughs> Get up and I'll unlock the fucking door or I'm going to pick your kids up from school and tell them their daddy died and they have to come live with me now. Is that what you want? I assume that's not what you want. I don't think you want your kids living with me for the rest of their life. Think of the father's dead. Believe me, you do not want your kids living with this guy. You should see how my own kids turned out. Okay? What do you mean, what's our point? (laughs) Oh, so you're engaged back in the conversation now. Turn your camera back on. Turn your camera back on and we'll tell you. Skip's angry. And I know Skip's angry because his accent changed. I'm so fucking pissed. And that is why my accent has changed from being a man from Toledo to sound like a man from New York. Turn your fucking camera on. (laughs) I understand you're upset. I understand you don't like this idea. I have news for you. It will work. Don't you dare just put a photo up of yourself on camera. No. No. I can see that it's not moving. This is not. Skip, this is not going well. I don't know what to do about this. We need to figure something out right now. All right. NFTs. Do we have your attention? Hey, guys, how you doing? How's everybody doing tonight? Huh? Oh, my God. Button. Hey, guys, hey, what's going on? Hey, uh, why is Diane at that guy's house? Are you Zoom bombing us right now? <clears throat> uh, uh, why are you? Zoom Yes, of course, he's Zoom bombing us. I knew it's I recognized me, you. Martin Van Houston. So, uh, we're talking, what are you guys talking about? How, how, how much did I miss? You missed, Coming we're in. doing the pitch to the Stevenson's Visors and Encarta. Ah, the pitch for Stevenson's Visors and Encarta. Did you guys, uh, did you guys talk about the NFTs? Yeah, we mentioned it. Hey, what was the reaction? They, well, they, I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, what if I told you this? We take every page of the Encarta dictionary. How many pages are in there? One million. Two million. We take each page. We turn it into an NFT. No one wants to own physical things anymore. The only clutter you can have is digital. People are willing to have digital clutter everywhere. Fill up the goddamn phones with them. How many pictures you got in there that are just screenshots because you accidentally pressed the wrong button on your phone? One hundred pictures. They're nodding. Two hundred pictures. But you're okay with that. You're okay with that clutter. That means something. You don't go through and delete it. That is value to you. So what if, what if I can tell you that in your phone, you could have pictures of Encarta '96, Encarta '97. You could have every iteration of the Civil Rights Movement article from Encarta, and you could have that right in your phone, and you could have the rights to it. You don't own it. You can't license it to others to use, but it's your copy. And then you can take those. You can put them on a CD. And then you can put it in your Stevens advisor in your car. Then when people get in, they go, what's that? And you go, this is my Encarta 96. This is my Encarta 97. You own a piece of American history.
god, they're applauding. They're standing and applauding. They all turn their cameras back on. They love it. They love it. They love it. They're sending us. They said they're signing right now. Martin, you did it. I don't know what happened. I blacked out. Oh, you made a pitch to 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 Encarta and Stevenson's CD visors, and they bought it. What did I say? They bought it in the uh, well. I don't. I don't know. Bunch of stuff, and they loved it. Wow. How much is the contract for? I don't think we at. We never even talked about that. Skip. Oh. Did we talk about that? We did not talk about this. No, we did not talk about the terms at all. Okay, they said they were signing something though. <laughs> they all held up pens. I I have a I have a very bad feeling about this. <laughs> Okay, I don't know what I don't know what they were signing, but they right, did that listen. to get us to hang up first. Oh uh, well, <laughs> it happened again. Shit, this is what happens. We go in, we yell at them, we try to hold one of them hostage. They tell us they're going to sign. We get antsy. We we don't know what to do next. We panic. We hang up. We hang up. They never take a meeting with us again. Yeah, that's pretty much how it's gone. But I have to say, Martin, we couldn't have done it without you. Guys, I'm just happy to be a part of the team again. Yeah, it's, welcome it's, back. It's, it's fucking amazing. Welcome back to the it team. It feels so good. My blood's flowing. I think we're back. We're back in business. HPV is back and raging more than ever. Do you? Do you mean it? I mean it. We can go out and we can give people the HPV experience? We can go out there and we can give them the full HPV experience again. Ja Hopper, Peter, and Ben Houston. Ben Houston, yes. You're back in the fold, man. Whew. I, I never thought uh, coming home would feel so good. Great. Go get us some fucking coffees. Jesus, just stop pushing. Get the fuck stop out of here. Stop it. Hey, easy, easy, easy. Can't believe you zoom bombed from the same room we're in. You were sitting here the whole time. I should have seen this coming. Anyway, this has been Madison Avenue Advertising Men. I'm your host, Jack Harper. I'm Skip Peters. And Martin. Did you guys want me to sign off? Yeah, no, actually, no, just go get the fucking coffee. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening, and uh, we love showing you how to be good at business and marketing. Bye. <laughs> All right. There we go. Yeah. Hey, we get any, uh, any Kickstarter donations? I mean, I'm looking here, and I don't see any. What was it at before? Uh, Zero dollars. Okay, it's still there. Yeah. So no. Any views? Yeah. A couple of views. Okay. Um mine had I had, my Kickstarter had like five dollars in it that I put there. You put money in your oh to like to make, make it, it, is it like, seem, like the tip jar when they put money in there yeah, to, to make, make it, it seem, seem like, like people have oh, already pe- and then other people will think people they are people are like donating, maybe I should donate too. But that's gone. The five dollars is gone. Got it. Yeah. So someone took it. Someone actually stole from my Kickstarter, I realized. Since we've been recording, which is unfortunate and not cool. No, that's not cool. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, and yeah. They okay. took money out of your Kickstarter? Yeah, it's gone. I don't it's it was only five dollars, but like still I put it there. I kind of expected it to still be there. Like a half hour later. So I didn't can you request money from a Kickstarter? 
Oh, like on Venmo, like you Venmo can go send both, a yeah, request. Like it goes both ways. Yeah, I could try that. Just like go on, start a Kickstarter, and then start requesting money from all my friends. Oh, this is a good idea. That is a good like, idea. What if Kickstarter had a request? I'm going to start a Kickstarter to have Kickstarter add a request feature. Imagine you're just sitting there. You get a, a request from Kickstarter for like your friend's independent film. Or like your other friend who wants to keep Dave Matthews Band away from his house. <laughs> that one I, I would consider donating to. Anyway. Anyways, we got to sign off. I think that's enough for today. And my name is Chris. My name is Rob. Thanks for listening to Podcast Town. We'll see you later. And on behalf of the show, we just want to say Podcast Chun. Podcastion. Podcastion. Podcastion to you. Sounds like a uh, all for one and one for all. It, it sounds exactly like that. I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> I'm not confused at all. <laughs> D'Artagnan and Podcastion. Oh, now I get it. Yeah. Yes. What are those guys called? Three Musketeers? Yes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Podcast Town. Podcastion. <laughs> <laughs>